Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Hey, let's get started with a pro tip if you have little ones around. What I want you to do is to disable voice purchasing inside your Alexa app, because here's the reason why kids are smart. They know that you can use it to buy things. Okay, case in point, a five-year-old just recently used his voice to buy $1,000 worth of stuff on Amazon. He said, Alexa, add 45 Spider-Man walkie-talkies to my cart. Add a little hot tub to my cart. That hot tub costs 500 bucks. Also, get me a lazy river that's 45 feet around. He also asked for a rocket ship, a loopy race car track, an airplane, an army tank. Oh, Isn't he just so cute? All right, it turns out that this little guy is just one of eight children in that family. His parents are practicing Catholics. Mm, I don't think that they need to practice anymore. And on that happy note, you're about ready to get more tech smart because every single thing is now a tech thing. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess, here with you once again. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We're so glad to have you with us. Now, if you're already a listener, welcome back to this. It's the largest, most trusted show about all things digital. You can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for My Last Name Commando with a K, of course. And you can also find us as a podcast, as a webcast, commercial-free. Over at commando.com, there's a button right there on the homepage that says Commando Community. And yes, I did say commercial free. Now, if you're listening on the radio, we totally love that. Just a reminder, you can also get Kim Commando today as a podcast Monday through Friday. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando again with the letter K. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big time radio show and podcast, hey, I get that. So that's why you can email me your questions over at commando.com. There's a big old button there that says email Kim. Yeah, that's where the magic happens. All righty, then every single day I go to at least 35 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on all things digital. And here are five things you need to know about right now. Now, for years, there's been talk that long-term use of the Internet by older adults will contribute to the risk of dementia. Wow, this is really something. Only now do we have some concrete research and virtually no past research to guide them. Doctors at NYU's School of Global Public Health and researchers over at the University of Michigan, they set out to establish the first ever baseline study on what they're calling the long-term cognitive impact of Internet usage among older adults. Okay, what they found is really something. After 17 years following 20,000 older patients, of those who were active Internet users, the study places the risk of developing dementia at 1.5%. But with the non-Internet users, dementia risk soared to a whopping 10.4%. So bottom line, the brain seems to be like most other parts of our body. As you age, you either use it or you lose it. All right, number two, let's talk about ChatGPT and Bing and Bard. And here's what I've learned all these months using it. You have to ask the right questions the right way, and their answers are always believable. It's like, oh, that must be true. But get this, new research out, there may be reliable 60% of the time. Yeah, 40% wrong. And they're best at coming up with new ideas. Not so great for important reports or precise research. So here's the bottom line. You never want to ask a chatbot just once about how to do something. 
You want to ask it a number of times using different prompts and different phrases each time. Now, you can't rely on a chatbot for important factual data because let's just say make let's just say it. Uh, sometimes they just make things up. But when it comes to cooking, here's what I found. You just feed it what you have in your fridge and it's going to spit out recipes and even pick the best wine to go along with it. Hmm. But I'll tell you this, when AI can clean up afterwards, that's when I'll be impressed. All right, coming in at number three, another way that Google is tracking our every moves. We're always surprised that while we are completely obsessed with our privacy, we all of us, we just so willingly hand over our rights to large corporations in exchange for uh, the privilege of paying exorbitant prices and high monthly fees because we don't want to do that. So we get everything for free. But you know what the deal is when it's for free. Yeah, you're the product. Now, unless you're a graphic artist, you probably have given very little thought to fonts, the lettering on websites, but the fonts are actually big business. The New York Times has a unique font or typeface, and it costs them, uh, I don't know, millions and millions per year. But Google supplies free fonts, yes, they're free, to more than 60 million website owners so that the websites will load quickly. In return, each time you visit any one of those websites, believe it or not, that font is going to track your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you're on. It knows your location. It knows all the websites that you visit. And I know what you're thinking right now. Kim, this is just fonted up. All right, let's go to San Francisco for number four. The best place on earth? Not so much. It's a dangerous, lawless, gang-driven, drug-infested nightmare. Now, to make matters worse in San Fran, they have this huge fleet of self-driving taxis. But they stall and stop when confronted with a simple detour, an accident, even minor construction. It turns out that by simply placing an orange traffic cone on the hood of a robotaxi, it becomes hopelessly immobile. It just stops. It has to be reset by a human. The other day, a patient died in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. And the San Francisco Fire Department says two self-driving crews, robotaxis, it blocked the ambulance and they are partially to blame. Now, Cruz says, oh, our taxi has never impeded the ambulance. Yeah, pointing fingers, but meanwhile, the guy is dead trying to get to the hospital. These robo-taxis just aren't ready for prime time. And this coming in at number five. For most people, a trip to the mechanic is just routine. You get oil changes, they rotate the tires, whatever it is. But Mason Berger's experience... Not so much. He took his BMW to a repair shop for a standard tune-up. But when he got his car back, something was wrong with the stereo. He checked his dash cam. What he discovered looked like it was from Fast and Furious. The mechanic cranked up the tune so loudly it damaged the stereo. He sailed through two red lights. Then he hit a speed of 113 miles per hour on the highway. About an hour and a half later, he just kind of cruised back to the shop. So the next time you drop your car off at the mechanics, take a picture of the mileage. You know, do a video of the entire car inside and out just in case there's damage. You have a dash cam, turn it on. But put an air tag in the car, too, because this way you have proof. And if your car ever leaves the repair shop, you'll get an automatic alert. You know, it just reminds me the other day, the car mechanic called me and said, Hey, Kim, you know, you can pick up your car around 5 p.m. And I said, you know, I don't think I'll be strong enough at that time. And he didn't laugh. I know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, how about we start this show with June in Knoxville, Tennessee. I am a 73-year-old grandmother that many moons ago when uh, I was younger, I was a police officer for 30 years down in Miami-Dade County. Wow. You know what? You were probably, you were probably one of the first women in the force, right? Yes. Nineteen seventy five is when I started and there weren't that many women around then. Wow, all. that's awesome. So I have a lot of funny, interesting stories. I have four grandsons now. It's a single mother then. I had a son, he was only five. And anyway, he now has a father. He's always said to me, Mom, you really should record some of these stories that you tell us on some kind of a device. And I am not a techie. I mean I've you know, I, I don't know what I could put, for example, in my purse. It's small enough that I can all of a sudden think, gee, I got 20 minutes in the car. Let me t- say this story or, re- you know. And okay, then well, you know what? That- now, okay, let me tell you, June. Let, let's just stop right there. I, I got to know a story. Give me a good one right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, let's see. I was a hooker on Biscayne Boulevard with along with about 20 other women. <laughs> pretend hooker and we had to arrest all the real hookers and get them off the corners before there's other details I could provide, but I don't think they're good for the radio. (laughs) You know, that's something I never thought that I would ever hear doing the show. Kim, I was a hooker. Well, you know, not a real one, a fake one. It was a fake hooker. Oh, and see, as a woman in those days, I got a chance to do all kinds of crazy things. I was, you know, went to cockfights, pretend to be the bimbo of a drug dealer. I uh, sold or bought Bolita tickets from the Cubans down in Cuban town. Uh, I worked, uh, I guarded a guy who'd been blown up in a Cuban terrorist attack. Uh, you know, I, I worked with the FBI down the joint terrorism task force. I worked on the pillowcase rapist test. So, there's a lot of things that some of them, I, of course, I would be careful and I, and I would only record sure. the adequate, appropriate for my grandsons or anywhere from 12 to 7. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I would like something handy that I could sort of relay and keep and maybe with a thumb drive after it gets full. I I don't know. No, uh, we're not going to a thumb drive, June. We are past those days. Okay, what kind of phone oh. do you have? I have a, a iPhone 13 Pro. Excellent. Okay, you have what you need. Okay. Oh. Uh, your your iPhone has something called voice memos, and with voice okay. memos, you're just gonna press the big old red record button, and you're just gonna start recording. And what's nice is that we can tie this into your iCloud account, so it's automatically backed up. So you're never ever gonna lose oh, it as long as you keep your. Oh, I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about putting it on a thumb drive. Oh, I perish that <laughs> thought, June. Old. Perish that. <laughs> Now, what we oh, want, though, okay. is is good, clean audio. So okay. the your iPhone 13 is going to do a great job with his built-in microphone. But what I'd like you to buy, and it's only 20 bucks, and we're going to send you a link to it, 
is a okay. clip-on microphone, and so oh, it and it plugs right into your existed. yes. So it's so it plugs right into your iPhone, and then you're going to put this mic right on your lapel, and so this way we get good clean audio. Now there's an app called StoryCore, and that's S T O R Y C O R P S. Now what's okay. nice about this is the app is designed for just what you are doing. And okay. it will give you prompts and it will guide you through the story. Now, I know you can tell your story yourself, but if you feel at some point you're like, oh, I'm not really sure what I'm doing with this, then you might want to look at that app. Uh, okay. And you also want to get your stories organized. So maybe you start with like the early days on the force, what it was like getting hired. I mean, why would you even want to be a cop in oh, Dade County yeah. in 1975? Oh, what? You know, I, mean, well, I have some very interesting stories of the uh, sort of the resistance from the old timers or the, you know, the men that were in my academy class. Oh, sure. Nothing I mean, you know me, what? Just, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I think we all have these horror stories. I mean, I was doing computers when women were not supposed to be doing computers. You know, and my my worst story, I'm going to tell you my worst story ever is that I was applying for a job. Okay, and it required me to fly to San Francisco. And I guess uh-huh. I was probably 24, 25 at the time. So the CEO of the company says, you know, I'm going to fly you up here and can we have dinner? And then the next day I'll take you around the company and introduce you to everybody and all that other good stuff. And I was like, sure, not a problem. So okay. I go to San Fran and I check in the hotel and I go have dinner with this guy and I wouldn't say he was a slob, but it was close, you know, like slobbering. <laughs> and he, I said, well, you know, well, we'll meet you, you know, tomorrow, uh, see you tomorrow, like nine o'clock or whatever at the company name. And um, I am in the bathroom of this hotel room and the door opens and I thought it was housekeeping. And uh-huh. it's that guy, that guy standing oh, right Lord. there. Okay. <laughs> and... I look at him and I just said, get the F out of here now before I call the cops. Okay. Because yeah. I'm little, but I'm pretty mighty. Okay. Yeah, I'm little and he's, too. And he's, he, and he's like, whoa, 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 what, what, what? I mean, I thought, I mean, don't you want the job? I said, get that, get out of here. I yeah. never want to work. For, get out, you know, just leave now. And Amazing. he split, he split. Yeah. So I, I called down to the front desk. I said, you know, what's going on with this? Did, I mean, did you just give a stranger a key to my room? And they said, oh, well, he paid for the room. He said he just needed two keys. Oh, mm, man. Yeah. What an SOB. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we all had those stories, you know. Oh, yeah. Now, let me tell you something. If you don't want to do the whole phone thing, you don't want to worry about that, is that you can buy a digital recorder like the old handheld ones from Sony or Olympus, and then they can plug into your computer and transfer the audio. But I like the fact that if you can use your phone because you have it with you all the time, like you said, 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there, five minutes there. So again, it's voice memos. So what we're going to do is I'm going to send you, when I put you on hold, June, uh, a link to the lapel microphone, as well as, Amber, if you would give um, June some of my notes that I have put together on voice memos and the transcription and all that other stuff for June. And now, June, if you have any questions whatsoever as you get this, you know, going and rocking and rolling, hey, I'm here for you. I'm happy to lend a hand. And you can do this. This is amazing. Love helping people out. Just, I love this. I bet you she has even more stories that she didn't share with us. All right, let's go ahead and do a great tip. Let's say you have a bunch of vinyl records, CDs. Yeah, remember those? Or how about those cassettes? Yes, those mixtapes. It's time to put them in the cloud. So this way you can listen to your tunes in your car, at home, 
maybe when you're getting your steps in or even if you're on vacay. Now, here's a secret way to store 100,000 songs for free, and you will always have access to each and every one of them by using, ready for it, YouTube Music. Now, if you don't already have a YouTube account, you need to make one, of course, and just tap your profile picture from the menu, click on Upload Music. So here, you're going to select all the tracks on your hard drive that you want to be stored on YouTube servers absolutely free. Now, there is an important gotcha that you need to know. Yeah, uploading music only works when you're using YouTube music on your desktop or laptop. You can't do any of this from your phone or tablet. Now, after all your music is uploaded, that's when you can get fancy. You can make all these different playlists. And then whenever you want to listen to your music on the go, all you have to do is just download the YouTube music app on your device. You sign into your account. Bingo. That's it. You have all of your tunes right at your disposal. And it doesn't cost you a penny. Yeah, that's why you love me. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Have you ever looked at a leaf and thought to yourself, what the heck is this anyway? Is it poison ivy? Is it poison oak? What about if it's a flower? Is it a lily? Is it an iris? Or maybe you're cooking and you're like, hmm... Is this cilantro or parsley? Because I've made that mistake myself in the past. Now, there are over 17,000 plant species in the United States. Now, if you want to know more about the plants around you every day, there's a free app called PlantNet. It's developed by French scientists, and they can tell you just about anything about the plants near you. You can take up to four pictures of different details of the plant, uh, the leaf, the flower, the bark, or fruit, whatever it is. But try to take close-ups so that only one leaf, one piece of fruit, or one flower is in the shot. Better yet, do a close-up because then you're going to get better results. Now, once the app nails down what plant it is, you can read all about it right there. You can browse through the plants in the app's database, and it's constantly updating and getting smarter. And there's a section where you can check out other people's plant finds, too. Again, the name of this app is called PlantNet. Again, PlantNet. Now, I know what you're sitting there thinking. Well, Kim Commando, on my iPhone, I have photos. And then if I take a photo of a plant, it has a little eye in a circle, and I can just tap that. Yeah, I know you can do that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It works, mm, I don't know. With me, it probably works 75 80% of the time. But if this is really something that you do time and time again, if you're looking for a really good answer, that's where you want to use PlantNet. Again, that's the app. You can find it in Google Play or in the Apple App Store. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to talk about the file types that are most likely to be used to hack you. And then later on, you have this really cool video, and you want to be sure to show it to everybody that's in the room, but you don't want to share your phone or just pass it all around. You want to put it on the big screen, the TV screen. Well, there's an easy way to make that magic happen. I'm going to tell you about that. But before we get to all that, let's go to Rick in Clarkston, Washington. Hi there, Rick. I'm a, I'm an old guy, big fan. I've been listening to you on the radio since I was retired, retired quite a few years ago. Um, and I bought a few of the product that you tout, and, and I'm, so I, I really appreciate all the help you've given me. Uh, when my wife got her Facebook account hacked by some weirdo, uh, I just let it hang for a while. She created a new account, and now I'm, I thought about, you know, Kim says she listens to all this stuff, and we'll figure out how to solve this problem, even though Facebook's kind of a pain in the neck to deal with but that's 
what this guy did is he, he hacked her Facebook account, took it over basically, put his picture and name at the top of it, added his gender in, and that's all. Now all of her background, all her photos, all of her friends, all that kind of stuff are in his account. He doesn't seem to use the darn timeline thing at all, but mm-hmm. he's he's got himself listed as my husband. I'm not so I'm sorry, I'm not homosexual. Uh, he, and for a while he had my on my it was actually on my Facebook account, it was showing his picture next to me as my husband, which I think I got that taken care of from my account. But she'd like to get her account back. Or and she went, and, she's an old guy, old girl, and 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 she went and created a new account with the daughter, and and she's you know to go and recreate all of her friends, and all of her photos, and everything that was on that account take her forever. And she's not high tech, and I'm there, barely tech, so. Uh, you know, I just you know, it's, I'd it's, like to reach out and tap this guy on the shoulder and smack him in the face a couple of times, but I don't know how to do that. But uh, basically, yeah. if we could get her account back, that'd be a good thing to do. But well, let, let's talk name. about what we can do. If, I'll tell you his name if you want it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay, it, but, uh, and we don't we don't need his name, or, <laughs> but that's okay. What you're going to do first of all is, uh, and thank you for all your kind words and for listening all these years, uh, is you go to the profile of this Yahoo, right? And uh, I, I mean, you may have already done this, right, but there, but there right are th- yeah, there are three dots on the bottom right corner of the photo, unless they moved it. But that's where you're going to have find support or report the profile. In this case, one of the options is suspicious activity or fake account, and then you can file a report. The other thing that you can do is just grab that website address of this of this Facebook account. Put that on the clipboard, just copy it, and then you go to facebook.com slash hacked, facebook.com slash hacked, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, okay. if this tells you any indication, Rick, that they have a problem, is that they have a special address set up just for this, okay? Um, okay. So it's pretty, it's, it happens a lot. It actually happened to my big sister uh, over the weekend, is some, somebody really? duplicated her account and and put her picture and, said, and then sent out all these fake friend requests. And what they want to do is start to, is to do a fake account so that this way at some point they're going to send out a piece of spam or, you've, or you could win $100 and then they're going to uh, steal your identity or somebody else's identity. So, yeah, again, I was kind of thinking that maybe this guy had some kind of a, a financial endgame or something going on, but uh, basically it doesn't look like he's doing anything with it except once in a while oh. he changes his profile picture. That, that's 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 the mo. That's the mo. Oh. What they what they do is they sit back and they just do a couple of little changes here and there because that tells Facebook's algorithm that oh this is a legitimate account. They're not, and it's not just a new account that suddenly they're going crazy with because then that tells their algorithm that oh this must be a spammy hacker, scammy type of guy. But oh. if they just make an account and they. They change maybe their location or they change their occupation or they post, uh, you know, a nice picture of a cat or a dog once a month or something like that. Then that's when Facebook goes, oh, this is just a nice guy who likes cats and dogs and, and maybe got a new job as a teacher. So, so, uh, so eventually again, so, this guy probably is going to have some kind of a financial end game, you think? Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. Okay. And so... So it's so what you do is you have to go to facebook.com slash hacked and then or just do that three dot. But using that address is the best place because that's where you can just report the compromised account. And hopefully Facebook will go in and step in. But I'll tell you, 
You know, here's the thing about Facebook. They say that they have 2 billion users. Okay. And we think with 2 billion users that they would be more accountable to those customers. And there's anything that you noticed is that they call them users, not customers. Well, yeah, same thing as drug pushers, right? Because it does become an addiction. But anyway, here nor there is that with Facebook, they do have this paid tech support service. No guarantee that if you give them 15 bucks, they're going to help you. But that may be something that you want to check out. Now, do not Google search Facebook tech support because you will get taken. You have to go actually to meta.com. That's M-E-T-A dot com. And then find the link there. But before you pay, just go to facebook.com slash hacked and see if you fill out a report and give them a couple of days and then fill out another report if they don't respond. Just keep bugging them until they take it down. Rick, thank you for your call. Uh, Facebook. I'm so tired of Facebook, aren't you? All right, think about this. Your life is on your computer. You have your photos, all your work documents, your passwords, your taxes. Uh, The list just goes on and on. That's why you should never, ever, I mean, never risk clicking an attachment from an unsolicited email from somebody who you just don't know. I mean, here's a scoop on malware trends. You need to know the file types that scammers are most likely to use. I mean, Windows applications like Excel or Word, they aren't the top culprits anymore. According to research done by HP Wolf Security, 44% of malware attacks use an archive file format like ZIP and RAR. That's R-A-R. These have outpaced anything Windows, partly because we've all gotten so savvy encrypting our Word docs or Excel sheets. So before you click on an email attachment, I want you to stop and think. Don't click that link. I want you to look at the file type. Even if it looks like it's from someone you know, it still could be a no-go, especially when that file type is a zip or RAR file. Uh, Dave in Greensboro, North Carolina. Well, I just got a question I'd like to ask. I've been asking different friends and stuff, and nobody seems to really know. Um, I travel a lot for my job. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is there like a router or something out there that is uh, like battery operated or something like that? So like when you lose electrical power, um, you know, you could still uh, get on and, and check uh, your security system and your cameras and make sure things are, you know, okay. Instead of losing all, everything. Yeah, that's always a a big bummer, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, Especially, you know, when you're just in the middle of getting work done and the power goes out. Or like you said, you're on the road. You just want to see how the security camera is going. Instead of just getting a notification that the front door camera has lost its power. You're like, okay, that's nice. Yeah, you get a notification, everything's offline. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? Been there, raising my hand, okay? Um, here's the deal is that unless you have a generator that will come on automatically, uh, there really isn't such a, a Wi-Fi router that runs on batteries. What you can do is hook up a UPS to it. And the UPSs, they range in price from $60. So you get 30 to 40 minutes, uh, or you can spend $275 for 80 minutes. Now, if you want to go full three hours, that's going to be, you know, $1,000. Uh, but most of these UPSs are only really geared to stay operational, keep your stuff up and running for as long as it may take you to properly shut it down, say, no longer than 15 minutes. And so if, oh, you're, okay. really looking, if you're really looking for a solution that if you are – 
uh, you know, not around and you want to be able to see the cameras, you know, you can get battery-powered cameras. Uh, there are also solar-powered cameras, and so that don't, re don't rely on any type of electricity at all. Or, you know, you have to call up Generac and have a full generator put in or at least have it cover the outlets that are most important to you. Okay. All right. Makes sense? Yeah, I was just, yeah that, that just seems like a real short period of time to have uh, something on, on like that, you know. It's usually when you lose power for a couple hours, you know. Of course. Or, you know, or, or, or over a day, and I've experienced that, mm -hmm. too. So exactly, it's a it's a lot longer, especially now. You know, we have you know the rolling brownouts and power outages, and you know taking the grid down, especially over the summer when it's so hot and everybody's got their AC going. Uh, but if you want, I can send you some links to some UPSs. You want to take a look at those? Sure, why not? Okay, so let yeah. me send you a couple of links to some UPSs that will give you anywhere between you know half hour, forty minutes, but. Again, if you're looking at cameras and you want to make sure that they're always accessible when there's no power, that's when you're looking at uh, battery-powered cameras or solar-powered cameras. But the UPSs I'm going to send you over anywhere from uh, 30 to 40 minutes to uh, all the way up to two and a half or three hours. And Dave, thank you so much for your call. All righty, let's see. We can squeeze in another call here. Kim in Carson City, Nevada. Nice name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, big fan. I love your jokes. I tell them to my family and friends. They think I'm so witty. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We love that. Love that. Um, I have a problem. I keep getting my debit card hacked. And it was getting hacked like every three months. And I figured out that they were hacking it through my um, emails. When I would shop through an email, they would get my card number. So I stopped doing that. And I changed all my passwords, and I got Norton LifeLock Protect. And I was good for about 10 months, and they just got it again. And I'm just so frustrated. I don't know how they're getting it. So can, can you actually, inst instead of using a debit card, can you get a credit card? Because that gives you more protection than a debit card. Yes, I do have credit cards, yes. So, Use so those that, instead. Yeah, because that gives you protection. Right. So if, mm -hmm. any, if your credit card number gets uh, compromised, is that mm -hmm. you can always call them up and say, I dispute that purpose or purchase rather, and or I need to get a new credit card number. Uh, mm -hmm. Because debit cards, the problem is what? As soon as you, they have the debit card number, then the money's already taken out. Now, there are, there are where you can get a virtual debit card from a company called privacy.com. You know, they charge $10 a month for, you know, some certain number of cards per month. But I think your real solution is to just use a credit card and not use a debit card because that gives you more price protection than you'll ever, ever get with a uh, debit card. Kim, thank you so much for your call. Hey, on the subject of credit cards, if you haven't done this already, make sure that with your provider that you've set up alerts. So like, say, for example, if your credit card is being used and the card is not present, or maybe it's every purchase over $100 or $25, because I'll tell you, that's how I have my credit card set up. And I know all these notifications and texts and emails can be a real pain in the butt. I get that. But if your credit card number is ever compromised, you'll know immediately. All right, this is just a fantastic tip coming up, especially, you know, as we are just launching ourselves into the holidays. Yes, I did say holidays because I was at Costco and they have Christmas decorations up. I was like, oh my gosh. And in the parking lot, I found a $20 bill at Costco. And I'm thinking to myself, 
what would Jesus do? So I went into Costco and I turned it into wine. So have you ever wanted to share great photos, these funny videos, TikTok vids, or anything else that's on your small phone screen on your TV so that everyone in the room can see them? Yeah, it's easier than you think. Here's how. Uh, let's start with iPhone users. The Apple way to do it is called AirPlay. Now, if you own a $200 Apple TV box that's on the same Wi-Fi network as your phone, you just pull that up on your phone, which you want to show on the TV and select AirPlay from the share menu. But you may not need to buy a separate Apple TV box because many newer TVs now have Apple AirPlay just built right in. Now on Android, I'm going to ask you to get a $30 Chromecast device and just plug it right into your TV. So as long as your Android phone is on the same Wi-Fi network as your Chromecast, that's the gotcha, by the way. You're going to tap the cast button and then whatever's on your phone will be shown right on your television. Yeah. Pretty snazzy stuff. Now, if you learned just one thing or if you laughed at one of my bad jokes, be sure that you tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because knowledge is power. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.